Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are having a blast with all these conversations, and I just thank you for joining us for another day. Today, I have a dear friend, Megan, who is a phenomenal photographer, becoming a photographer coach and or leaning into that more and more, that aspect of her business. And I'm thrilled to share her story, her bright light, and uh, just the, the great nuggets that you have to offer to those who are interested in photography, who, um, yeah, are just exploring what it is that lights them up, whatever industry or choice path of life that they are, uh, that you're currently on. So um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Megan, to introduce yourself and share who you are and a little bit about what you're up to. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I am, my name is Megan Dahl, and I am a photographer, a portrait photographer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've been uh, a photographer as long as I can remember, like, like back to my teenage years is when it all started. And so it's just been a really beautiful journey for me to kind of grow alongside with it and just like be the continual observer and documenter of life. And um, now after 20 years of running a business, I am super passionate and super excited about coaching other photographers how to do the same, how to like just follow their bliss in photography. But not only that, to like really set themselves up so they can have a sustainable and profitable business in photography that will support the life of their dreams and just allow them to really just live. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love that you just brought in the word profit. And I look forward to going back and just saying, so there's two key pieces. If you're not picking up on these, um, as you listen to people, one is that majority of the people that we get to talk to and have conversations with say that they have been doing whatever it is that they really stepped into as an entrepreneur for as long as they can remember. And the other piece that I think is so important that so many people for some reason don't talk about, and I understand that there's a bridge that needs to be built. I understand that there's a leap of faith that gets to be taken when it goes into building your business, but the word profit like makes my heart sing. I started a company and my dad was a very big influence in my life at that moment. And he was like, it's 30, 30, 30. You need to figure out 30 for overhead, 30 for cost of goods sold, 30 for profit. And I like, I don't have 30% for profit. And I was listening to a handful of people more so probably in the last like five or so years, as far as like online courses and that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. They're talking about 40% profit. They're talking about 
80% profit, like some big numbers that I was like, oh, it is definitely time to pivot my business and figure out how to make things not so challenging. So in your branding for your coaching and so much that you offer, that was literally one thing that I align with so strongly because if you're not making profit, then right. That's, that's your paycheck, right? Or your paycheck can be coming out of your business as operating expenses, but then profit is also tremendously important. So I'm so grateful that you use that word and that that's an intention that people get to think about from the very beginning of their business and not from like somewhere further along in their journey. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When it's an afterthought, I feel like it eventually leads you to burnout. If you aren't, if you're doing something and you're doing it and not being repaid and compensated for it, you're going to eventually become resentful of it and it's not going to, you know, fulfill you and support you. And so, yeah, I'm all about just like setting up a life that will actually support the things you want to do and allow you to just live the best life possible. So absolutely. So how did you, how did you get started? How did you choose to lean into photography as, as your main source of income? You know, I was, well, first of all, I think I have a family history of photographers. My, my growing up, my uncle was really into photography who was, and he was very into it because his dad, my grandfather had, a. Uh, dark room in his basement and he was really into photography. So it was like always in the family. And I just remember my uncle always taking pictures of me as a little kid. And then, um, and then when I got to high school and I started taking my own photography classes, I just remember very distinctly like being in one of my classes and my photographer teacher, Mr. Carlson, who was like my idol at the time, he was like, I, he was doing a presentation and he was showing all these like beautiful documentary images. And I was looking at one of them. And I was just like my face, I don't know what I, what I looked like, but he was like, are you okay? <laughs> but I feel like I just was like struck by lightning in that moment. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my life. Like this is like, I was just so drawn to it. And then from then on, it was just, that was the end. Like I was in my grandpa's, I like redid my grandpa's dark room. It became my dark room. And it was like, I was over there all the time and it just carried into college and knew right away freshman, you know, first quarter that I was going to major in photography. And, you know, I was just so confident that I could make it um, a successful career. And I was pretty much, I would say maybe even hell bent on like figuring out how to do it. And so I've had like a few different careers in photography even, and it just keeps kind of like, you know, when it's not one, like I started out doing weddings and did weddings for 10 years. Weddings was amazing, but I, you know, burnt out from weddings because it's very time consuming. And it's very long days. And so um, naturally people get married and have babies. And so I was like, oh, there's this other like option for me. And everybody just started, you know, I started just really promoting and like building a portrait business. And so then I've been doing portraits for the last 10 years. And now I'm like, okay, I really am loving this, but now I have so much information to share. Like I've got like both of these worlds. So I'm kind of just naturally transitioning to this next chapter of my love affair with photography. So it's been a really fun journey. That's awesome. I am also so influenced from my grandpa and 
just growing up, he ended up going through a lot of health things. So I went mm-hmm. like the health route, which was very interesting. Um, but being in the dark room in high school was probably, or the photography class that, and then I think it was jewelry making were like two of my absolute favorite classes, like uh, I love just that. hands down wanted to do that all the time. There's nothing better than like taking a photo and then getting to put it. I don't even remember the proper terms, but yeah, the developer, the, the fix. <laughs> yeah. And getting to see something come to life and then how you mixed up on whatever it might be or overdeveloped or double developed something. I don't have any of the proper terms. Yeah, no, you're good. That's yeah. It's so fun. It's something there's so like, uh, I don't know. There was something so romantic about it in my mind. Like maybe it's because you're in the dark room, but it's like all these red lights and it's just, you know, you're, you're literally creating something out of nothing, like watching it appear before your eyes. It just felt so magical. And yeah, I totally feel you there. Wow. That's awesome. And then the other piece that is so key to success, at least I find is the confidence and determination, right? Like being, like mm-hmm. you say, being hell bent on making it happen. That mm-hmm. is what it has to be. Otherwise you're going to set down the baton and it's not going to continue on. And that's fine too, especially if it's not aligned, right? Like there's a lot of things we get into that just aren't it, but I love how much we can pivot within what it is that we're doing as well. Like you don't have to make a huge career shift or change with, something that you actually enjoy, but might not be lighting you up as much, might be taking up more time than you want. You might be spending time. So are there, there parts of your journey that you decided along the way that didn't light you up that you were able to receive help for, or what are some of the things that you teach the photographers that you're bringing through your, your course or your coaching program? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like, um, and this is something that I've, I've, always tried to do and it's often very scary to do but if it's not bringing you joy then don't do it so and that that was something that really became relevant in my wedding career because I was you know I had a beautiful wedding business I had you know associate shooters shooting their own weddings so at one point we were doing like 50 weddings a year which is a lot in Minnesota when the season's only like two or three months or maybe no, like six months long. Um, so, but at the same time, I was just so fatigued and just like not finding any joy in it. There were the longest days and it was so beautiful, but I found myself having to remind myself that it was this couple's most important day of their life. And I was like, okay, this isn't aligned anymore. I'm not, I'm not in this for them. Like I'm in this because this is my job. And I want to, I want to be in something where I'm just like able to fully offer everything I have to them, you know? So, um, finding that or like realizing that and just knowing that, um, it wasn't bringing me the joy it once did, um, that I just needed to pivot. And that was very, it's very scary to make those kind of changes and those kind of like, you know, turns in your life. Um, but just trusting that it, it has, there has to be another way and that it's just going to take a little willpower and a little determination to like figure it out. And, you know, you can make a really, really great living doing weddings and, you know, lot, you know, so it was scary to turn away from that kind of income too. Um, but I was able to like 
surpass it when I, when I finally committed and, and figured out the roadmap for like how to run a successful portrait studio. So, um, so just like encouraging photographers to really trust their instincts, trust their intuition and like follow where their joy is and, um, and just put in the work. It does take a, you know, a healthy amount of work to like accomplish things and like, and then get to the the place where you want to be, but it's so worth it when you get there, you know? So worth it. So worth it. So worth it. Yeah. And just even speaking about that, I don't know if you want to share what you went through last week. I know you and I are on a, a journey of really choosing joy more and more and more and um, working on figuring out what really aligns with us and serves our energy and um, that kind of thing. But what happens when you're hitting road bumps along the way and you're choosing to shift your mind on things unraveling and, or like continuing to stay focused on, on what is working? Yeah. Well, that's just a, you know, that is always the, the, the journey, right? I feel like that if we could just be born with that into like that knowledge and just have that super infusedness would be such a different experience on this planet earth. <laughs> but um, if, I think it's just something that we all have to learn. It's like a muscle we have to train, right? And um, so when I do go into like the dip or into like, you know, the place where I'm feeling like not so sure or um, not confident or, uh, you know, maybe things aren't aligning or going as smoothly as I was hoping that they would. Um, it just takes a lot of like surrender to just really trust that um, the path is laid out before me. And I just need to maybe take a step back from it and give myself a little space to like recenter, refocus, like, you know, just like tune in again to um, what is magic in my life and then kind of, it comes back. So I'm very grateful that those challenges are very short. Like I think in my younger years, they were probably a lot longer in time. You know, they, it was like, you'd get into it. It was maybe like a week or two before you could find your way out. And now I can usually find my way out within like a day, maybe, maybe less sometimes. So I'm so grateful for those, for that, just learning and that experience. So being able to help people like with the tools and systems, like just little tips and tricks, you know, like how to like shift that mindset is super helpful. And absolutely. And just the, the waves and the frequency, right. Of what people can feel. So phenomenal mm -hmm. noticing that you were showing up at weddings and coming with an energy mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily the, like it was the best day of your life. Right. And knowing that other people were experiencing that and shifting that energy because people can feel that, right. We can sense and, and feel that. And I feel like with a camera, you can even pick it up. Right. Which is the, one of the most, I don't know, it's a neat thing that it's a manifesting clarity podcast. And we're talking about, you know, like, I don't know when you get to bring something into focus, oh, totally. it's just incredible. And when you shine a light on something that is in focus, then you can capture some of the best moments in life. Right. So yeah. And anchoring yeah. those in and really helping to 
make sure that that's what you're, what you're up to and what you're doing. And then, yeah. And the journey of life that we have for clarity coaching, it's a really neat spot on the river, which is called rapid discovery, rapid recovery. So Mm. we are knocked out when we are not feeling aligned. Like how quickly are we realizing that? Or are we walking around knocking everybody else's lights out most of the time unintentionally, right? Right. Most of the time it's unintentional from other people, unsolicited opinions and advice, or who knows what it might be. But the quicker we realize that we get our life back and then we get to have and experience more of that joy and more of that light. And like you and I were talking about earlier, I feel like when you're really in your zone of genius and you're doing what lights you up, there is just, there's so much we want to accomplish, right? So it's like, we just don't have time for not feeling good. Like we got to keep going. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good muscle to to train. (laughs) Yeah. Is there one or two tips that you have for someone starting out as a photographer or in their journey of? Oh gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's, I feel like when, when you're just starting out as a photographer, it's very easy to want to shoot everything. And I see this with most photographers that are just starting out. They, they're trying it all on and they're, they're, they're figuring out what they like, but they just say yes to everything. And so they're shooting headshots, they're shooting newborns, they're shooting like families, they're shooting like events, they're shooting it all. And as a result, it takes a lot longer to become really, really good at just one of those things or all of those things altogether, because you're not really focusing on learning just one specific, you know, path. So I think that's one of the the tips that I always try to impress on photographers that are just kind of starting in their careers is just if you can focus on one thing and get really, 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 really good at it, everything is going to open up for you because you're going to have all the skill and knowledge from doing that. So the transition from being a phenomenal newborn photographer is going to, is going to, you know, when you decide to focus on families, it's going to be such an easy pivot. And then, you know, when you have all of these new skills, it's like everything kind of opens up for you. So that's definitely one, um, that I feel like is really important for photographers. I think it's so important for any one of us, right? There's so many different aspects of our business that we could be focused on. And, and if we're not blocking time out or doing that kind of thing, then it can be just like start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And you're, wow. I don't know what all you need in order to have, you know, one focus in one area or be switching all the time. But I would guess that there's even sometimes different equipment that you need and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right? So those transition times can take quite a bit. And um, so that's a huge, I love that. Focus on one area, right? One skill set at a time, whether it be for a month or for a week or even just an entire day is focused on one aspect of it. When I started the tea company, people would ask, like, do you have teas for menopause you have teas for you know men or whatever like all the different questions and mm-hmm. i could easily and i did catch myself right like blending specific blends because we could we were hand blending we still do hand blend everything but now we have a team of that has a system in place and it's not quite as easy to for me to be like oh yeah we could definitely whip that up for you like all of those things just take so much time away from 
that profit center is really, yeah, doesn't matter too. Right. So I think that's one thing that was really important, at least for, for me along the journey is what product has the most profit. Mm -hmm. How do we focus on that to build legs and a foundation to stand on for other, to be able to do other aspects of, of whatever it is that is also bringing you joy, but yeah. What's, what's one other tip that you have? Oh gosh. One other tip that I have is just to, (laughs) this kind of just ties right in is just to really spend time focusing on your numbers and how to set yourself up to be profitable because, uh, you know, as a newer or younger, or just starting out with photography for the, the tendency is to, underprice yourself. And, and that's fine. You know, we all start somewhere. So, you know, but don't spend too much time there and you really want to like avoid doing that. If anything, I would just do maybe recommend doing like a few free sessions to get your, get your portfolio going and then get yourself at the level you want to, and just start charging for profit. Like, like set yourself up to charge so that you know that you're going to be compensated and you're not going to be making like $7 an hour when you add in all the editing time, all the other factors, all the equipment, the overhead, the everything that you put into the business. Um, I think that's something that people get really stuck a place. Photographers in particular get very stuck because they set themselves up in this like deliver everything for a low price, but then they're editing everything for this low price. And it's just taking up like way too much time. And that's when the burnout comes and that's when they throw in the towel and they drop the business entirely. So profit to be profit minded is so crucial to any business. And especially if you want this business to be like your lifelong, you know, career. That's awesome. And what, what would be, um, one of the things that you're, how, how are you pivoting to, um, or, or what lights you up the most about photography and, and getting your brand out into the world? Uh, I think it's just, you know, the vision of just sharing, of being like the reflection of people's love. Like, like the, the imagery that I capture is all about love. It's all about their loved ones. It's all about people that are the most dear and near to their hearts. And so being able to like capture that and show them this love and show them, uh, you know, how they are in, how they, how they are perceived in this love, like how they look in this love. I feel like, especially for moms, it's like, they don't get as many photos of themselves. They don't, you know, they, they're always the one taking the pictures. Um, But to show them like their beautiful journey in motherhood is just like so delicious. And, you know, I know I'm not a mom, but I understand entirely, like just from witnessing it, like the depths of that um, and how, how transformative that is just to like be able to to show somebody their beauty in motherhood and to show people their loved ones and um just like be the mirror I guess for them in that regard like 
this is your life. You can remember this. You can see this. These are your children. This is your, you know, your journey. This is how beautiful it is for you. So that's something. Yeah. My grandma does, did not like having her photo taken. And so they'd be like funny, awkward photos. <laughs> She's just like, I don't really want to be in this picture. So I was always just trying to help her like embrace that because we, if she's not in a photo, then we don't have a memory of her when she's gone. And I have a picture of us in my room and I'm so grateful for it. And so often I think about how much she didn't enjoy having photos taken. And from my experience as well, moms are always behind the camera, right? And, or tend to be more so. Um, or there's always one person that tends to be behind the camera more than another in, in a family unit or a group setting. And so, yeah, being able to have that time to really capture those moments. And I like you, I love how you say the journey, right? Like their journey of motherhood is, is so important. My sister-in-law does such, both of them do such an incredible job of scheduling that into their family time and making sure that it happens. And those are some of the most precious moments. I love it. We get yeah, calendars yeah. too every year of the, our nieces and nephews. It, it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, uh, just speaking of like the journey for everyone, like even with like branding and uh, headshot photography for other people and like other entrepreneurs and other women, it's like, just to be able to show somebody that, that, you know, you're talking about your grandmother and how she was so shy of the camera and just didn't like having pictures taken. I feel like there's this, um, there's this stigma some of some sort like around having your photograph taken for some people. And there's just this, like, to, so to be able to show people like how beautiful they truly are in front of the camera and like have them like actually see a picture of themselves and be like, Oh, that's me. Or like, you know, and, and maybe they're, they'll still have like some objection, but they, they, you know, that they're feeling it and they're seeing it and they're like, Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I actually, I like this picture. That's, that's like, that just takes me to the moon actually. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And there's just an aligned, talented, I, I don't know. I feel like all of us have the ability to go into an industry where we might not be aligned, but when Mm -hmm. you are aligned, the gift shows through and through, right? Like the, the way you can bring someone to life Mm -hmm. by getting them in a certain position or getting them to laugh. Or one of my absolute favorite days of my life was doing still shots as well as videos in the mountains with a couple and, they help you with scripting and then they also go through, but the photography and the energy that you bring to it is so important. And yeah, I remember saying, yes, 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 yes. Before I <laughs> certain aspects of it or doing all kinds of things, but it made it so joyful, right? Like the experience, yeah. everything. And when you get to bring people to life and see that energy come through, It's so important. And that's actually one of the things that I fell in love with, with clarity coaching is the founder created something of taking a before photo and then an after photo of our face. Okay. Um, And so it's like, how are we projecting ourselves? And it's, it's a still face, right? Or like a, just a calm, like, like quiet face. Yes. So there's not much going (laughs) on. Right. And it's not like a, a, 
photo that we really want to look at for extended periods of time. But (laughs) it's amazing when we are walking into a room and we're not filled with gratitude or we are like you were explaining earlier, right. Of being in the, in the weddings, like when you get to a point where it's no longer aligned and, or it's not lighting you up, that shows through and through in everything that we do, we don't have to verbalize it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we take that before photo and then the after photo and after a lights on interview of asking, like, what is it that you really love? Like I could see that in how you shared, you know, about your grandpa and the dark room and all those pieces. And then you take a photo two hours later of their face and there's so much light coming through Mm -hmm. balance and color and it's incredible. So when you get to capture that energy, um, and thanks to a phenomenal photographer, right. Or an aligned photographer, then yeah. you get to have these gifts of yourself or and your family for forever and ever. Yeah, absolutely. It makes me think of the, the, the crystal. I'm sure you've heard, I forget the guy who did it. He's a Japanese man who photographed the crystals and then like played like beautiful, you know, um, orchestra music and then played like heavy metal and like the things that formed or just even placed words on them, like how things like energy just impacts everything so greatly. It's like the power of good energy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's Dr. Emoto's. I think yes. it's something like that. The water, um, water that then dries up as crystals. Right. And you get to see that and just the impact of it. Yeah. So holding your glass of, of water and setting an intention and, or your food before you're eating it or the photo shoot, whatever it is that you're doing, it is a huge ripple effect. Our cells actually change. So that's what we do Mm -hmm. in the, the like basic shift training too, is, we go through and explain how our thoughts are doing that to our physiology all day long. And mm-hmm. the more we're aligned, the, the, it's no wonder we feel better and we feel more expansive because our cells are actually getting bigger in mm. our body and they shrink when we're not in alignment. And that, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like with yeah, fear, totally. we, back, we back up with excitement, we, we lean in. So yeah. Yeah. It shows up in every aspect of our every life. aspect, even in a photo of your face. <laughs> Still face it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um yeah. Is there are there um I don't know. For me, I would love to talk about your passion with branding and the your Instagram page that you've created because yeah. I think it's absolutely stunning. So thank you. Um for those who are branding and marketing their companies, do you have recommendations of what's working and oh goodness. Yeah. Well well, first just to talk about branding in the broadest terms, like it's just it's probably the most important thing that you can do to set your business up for the type of, you know, to attract your clientele, to like, just to like represent yourself, to like really be the, the, the radio, the, the tuner, like though, you know, you just need to set yourself up for that so that you can project your signal. Um, and so Put, spending the time to put together a brand that's fully like 
embraces everything about you and like everything down to like, what does your voice sound like when, like, if you're, are you going to be more serious and like, you know, maybe clinical, are you going to be more like bubbly and playful or, you know, just like finding, fine tuning all of those little details. What are, what's your color palette for your brand? Like, what is it? What is the general look style feel of it? Um, how do you want to, or you want to be like, playful? Do you want to be serious? Like all of those things are all going to kind of tie into your brand. Um, and then once you kind of like iron out what the overall feel of your brand is, it makes your marketing like a hundred million times easier because you've got the hard stuff figured out and you have a, a launching off point. So, um, I think, people underestimate the power of a strong brand, but you think about the brands that we just love without even really knowing why, like Apple comes to mind. You're just like, people are just passionate. They're like diehard followers for Apple, but it's because they've just like created this beautiful, clean, simple brand that people that just makes beautiful packaging, beautiful items, you know, really smart products. Um, and so, you know, just kind of like thinking in terms of like, how do you create a brand that's really going to draw people in like that and, um, and speak to your audience and, you know, to what you're actually doing. So branding is really important. So I, I really geek out on this stuff. And once I kind of like, this is probably, I think this is the third business that I've branded like this. I, I did a, I had a branding business actually for, for a minute, uh, about four years, I was doing branding and, um, stock photography. And so that was just another really fun thing to like, um, experiment with. And like, you know, how do you build a brand and how do you like, how do you market it? How do you speak it? We did, it was really fun for, for the years that we did it. Um, but when it comes to marketing, the, you know, the, Picking your channels to market in is really important. And it's also, you don't have to do all of them. I think that's one thing It can be very overwhelming when you're thinking in terms of marketing is because there's the, you know, the world is so wide. We've got LinkedIn, we've got Instagram, we've got Pinterest, we've got, you know, TikTok, we've got like Facebook, all of the things. There's like so many. And it's like when you are very clear on your brand and who you're targeting and what your, what your messaging is, you can pick the avenues that are going to best impact, have the most impact for your, for your company, for your business. So in photography, you know, there's basically three places that I focus my, my attention and it's Instagram, Pinterest, and Google. And, um, you know, they're just kind of like the three heavy hitters for, uh, for what I'm doing. And, you know, Instagram is all about the imagery, reaching your ideal clients, you know, making fun reels. Um, there is unfortunately changing all the time. So like, just, you really have to be not tied to any outcome and just like experiment and experiment and experiment and try and have fun with it. Because if you get stuck on the numbers and on like the followers and on who's like, um, you know, like, what what's happening there. It's just not going to be, you're not going to have a terrible time. It's going to just drive you absolutely crazy because it's so unpredictable. So the focus with Instagram is just to serve, to just serve your clients, to like provide them helpful information. Um, you know, there's basically three ways you can do that. Um, I have in general, I think is, um, to educate, entertain, or inspire. And so those are the three things I always try to do with all of my posts and all of my marketing on Instagram is just how am I going to do one of these three things 
um, and really just try and knock it out of the park um, or just do something that feels really, really good and fun. And I always say, follow the fun. You know, if it feels really good, you know, you're on the right track. Um, so Pinterest and Google, I mean, Google is kind of like, you know, the, the big, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but the rocket ship or the big horse, like it's like the giant one, the giant in the room. So it's like, you know, making sure that your SEO is dialed in on your website, making sure that, you know, if you are going to be running Google ads that they are, because Google is still like one of the, well, it's the largest search engine, right? So making sure that you're findable there and that you're, you know, writing blog posts on your website that are going to be, you know, searchable and that people will find you um, super important for, for, you know, just ranking essentially. Um, and then Pinterest is, you know, people go there for inspiration. It's kind of like, you know, where, where do you, where do you want to be inspired? And what do you want to aspire to is kind of like where I see how I see Pinterest being is like the dream board, the vision board of like a business. So people go there and, you know, by post, so by posting like aspirational sessions or, you know, just beautiful, um, individual images or putting up like, you know, tutorials, you know, people will start finding you and then, you know, just kind of clicking through the rabbit hole of like, you know, we've all been on the rabbit hole, right? <laughs> so it's just like you find something and then you click and then you go deeper and you're like, all of a sudden you're like two hours have passed and you're like, where am I? <laughs> like, what just happened? So I, I do that all the time on Pinterest um, and Instagram for that matter. But yeah, so marketing is just one of those things that it can feel like this huge behemoth of a giant. But when you really learn how to just focus in on the things that will serve your immediate business and then and then, you know, flush them out. It's kind of like when you're starting out as photography, you want to focus in on one, one topic, one subject, and then really learn it and master it so that you can do it not in your sleep, but kind of in your sleep where it just feels like, okay, I understand what I need to do here. So now I can move on to this one. And so you're not just overwhelming yourself with all the things under the sun. So absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that you have those three. I was so curious to hear and see what, what they are. And yeah, I feel like Google helps tremendously, especially if you have a, a local, well, no matter what. And I would guess is tremendously helpful in that you can get like really good ranking, especially for a local business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that, yeah. is that how you're using it? Or are you using it for both? I do use it for local. Yeah, mainly local. So I focus on Google for all of my local stuff. Now that I'm into coaching, I'm kind of reinvestigating it with a different lens because it's, you know, the world's the limit, you know, like we can reach anybody anywhere. So, you know, just there, it's kind of, I think there's some different strategies to reaching a more global market versus a more um, local market, but you know, with Google maps, make it, it just makes, you know, just getting yourself listed to show up on Google maps. It's like, it already like just puts you that far, much farther ahead than a lot of people on Google. So yeah. definitely great for local. It's so true. It's so true. 
Yeah. I love how we can access just about anything, anything we want these days and how incredible it is to be able to market. And, you know, the last two years I can very much understand we're incredibly challenging for a lot of people. And it is this beautiful pivot of really yeah. thinking globally. Like I, I, I believe I'm super curious to see what's going to happen in the world in the coming years, because we have the ability to work from anywhere. And if that no. would have happened 20 years ago, it would have looked so different, you know, or, or right. maybe it, our, our internet aspect of life would have <laughs> yeah. ramped up at that point, you know, like it could have supercharged because I know a lot of people are using it, but not as many as what we're doing right now. And so, yeah, the ability to reach people all over is phenomenal, which is like the super exciting part of being able to even have two arms of your business, right? Like you've got your foundation that you're building in Minneapolis. And then you also are now able to have almost a whole separate business, um, even though they're very aligned with reaching anyone all over. So for photographers who are interested, who are so excited about everything that you've been sharing and or entrepreneurs that would want to go through um, your coaching, what are you, what are you doing and offering for your coaching right now? Yeah. So I have a program called, well, it's called strategic AF. <laughs> so it's all about just building the, uh, your business, setting your business up so that you have the optimal profitable strategies. Um, so you have systems set up so that you don't have to slave away and work all you work your life away. So it's just about streamlining your business to function as smoothly as possible. So it kind of covers the three systems that every photographer needs for success. And that is the back end, just making sure your back end is dialed in. So I always say like a tight back end. I think it it just makes me laugh. (laughs) Um, so having everything, you know, really tight in your back end. Um, and then marketing magic, I feel like it's like, like a huge piece of the puzzle. And once people can figure out how to draw in and attract their dream clients through their branding and through their marketing, like you can cut your business will just light up. And then the other thing is just having a savvy sales system. So that's something that, that, you know, that when you, bring through people through your journey, you're set up for profit, you're going to be getting the sales that you need. And you're going to be able to do so with like, just integrity and just like alignment and just knowing that you're actually serving people and helping people along the way. So that's so fun. Um, And are you so you have your program, and then Mm -hmm. are you also doing one on one coaching? Yes, I am. I've got a couple of different options for one-on-one coaching. So I do these free group coaching calls. Um, and for now they're free and they're limited to a, a small group of people. So those are going to be on every Wednesday of the week until the foreseeable future. And there's a, uh, the, you can just, you just have to sign up for them and they're kind of first come first serve. But what we're going to do in those is we're going to dive into one specific topic and then we're going to open it up for Q and A. So it's really helpful for anybody who just needs like some information on how to do X, Y, and Z, or as maybe just a problem they need to solve or has a question that they can't quite seem to figure out. So um, those are going to be every week. And then I do have an option for a one-on-one coaching, which is just like a really deep, intensive, like one and a half hour conversation with me where we kind of just dive into the specifics of your business. And I'll do a little homework and research beforehand, but I can really help you like figure out like what the missing piece is and what you need to like 
you know, bring your business from point A to point B um, as fast as possible. So that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And how can everyone find you? Yeah. So I am uh, the art of the sale at the art of the sale is my coaching platform and that's uh Facebook, Instagram. And then I've got, uh, Megan doll. Well, my business is Megan doll photography, but my handle on Instagram is at love Megan doll. Um, and so you can find me either at that, that spot, which is just Megan doll.com or the art of the sale.com conversely. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we'll have all of that in the show notes. And then Megan also spells her name with a G and an H for those <laughs> of you who are looking for her. So Thank you for clarifying that. Um, and D-O-L-L. Yeah. Her work, your work is phenomenal. Like you're going to be so, if you're not inspired to figure out how to do a reel afterwards and you don't call her for <laughs> coaching on how to do a reel, um, unless you're already knocking your reels out of the park. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to, to say. We're, we're not aligned, but, um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. Oh, thank you so much. I yeah. Everybody has, um, just, I don't know anyone who's lit up about this, please reach out to her. You have so much to offer and you're such a bright light in the world. I Aww. thank you for your time and for all of these tidbits and information and inspiration for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jen. It's been so much fun. Yeah. Is there anything else that's coming up for you that you want to share? No, I think I'm, I think this, this has been great. It's been so much fun. (laughs) Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. You're so welcome. So thank you everyone for listening. We cannot even say how grateful we are for you as listeners, for you sharing this, um, repeatedly over and over and over again. We're having so much fun this month for our social sharing and, uh, the giveaway that is happening. And we just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for diving in and making this a reality for us, because if it weren't for you listeners, then we wouldn't be here. So hope you have an incredible day and we'll see you all next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.